Greetings all Comic Blast listeners, this is Cole here, just giving a little preface before we start this episode. Just to let you know, the Suicide Squad movie is R-rated. Thusly, this review is going to be R-rated as well. The only thing really included here is just uh, intense language, I suppose. Uh, mostly due on my part, but uh, we feel it prudent to let you know anyway. So if you happen to watch uh, these episodes with your kids, you might want to watch this one on your own. Unless you're cool with them hearing all sorts of stuff. Anyway, that said, enjoy. Welcome to the Comic Blast Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Comic Blast Podcast. I am a guy named Grayson, and I'm talking on this podcast, hosting it, with two of my lovely friends. I feel like if I choose first, we're going to get into that whole debate again that's been for the past six months. So, one of you just speak your piece now and introduce yourself. Cole's the favorite. You get to go first. <laughs> You're everyone's favorite, though, but can we blame them? Oh. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really believe that. But you know what? I, I'm on the spot, so I will also introduce myself. Uh, I'm going to do it in the same way that Grayson did. Uh, I am a guy named, I'm Cole. <laughs> That's it. You know, hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know, all I think about when you guys say that is like, have you ever seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Where Barry's like, he, yeah. he just a man! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hello everyone. <laughs> it's Jess. And guess what? No Keenan, because... Why'd you say that like a good thing? Like it was a good thing. <laughs> yeah! yeah! No Keenan, guys! Woo! <laughs> and guess what? No Keenan, too. <laughs> uh, Keenan, I love you. We love you, Keenan. Uh, yeah, Keenan isn't here because he is doing uh, things, stuff and things, as Rick Grimes would say in The Walking Dead. Um, stuff, but, Lori. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All that's to say, we three a are better going to father you. than you, Rick. <laughs> James Gunn, the Suicide Squad, uh, released on HBO Max and in theaters simultaneously because WB. Um, Col- okay, oh, okay, he's going back. All right, I thought he was leaving. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll do like a brief, like five to ten minutes of just like. If we liked or didn't like the movie, I also have a message from Keenan to introduce this. But, uh, yeah, let's not waste any time. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I'll say uh, that Keenan thoroughly enjoyed the movie, giving it an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, and that's all he told me. Other than I have no further details beyond that. So he gave it an 8.5 out of 10. He didn't like the Suicide Squad. I, Cole, <laughs> Jess, what did you think? 
Um, I like how Keenan kind of wrote it in the group chat. Like, it was like his last wish, like his dying words. Tell everyone that I loved the movie. Um, <laughs> Before I go on. That's exactly how I read it, too. Um, I loved it. And as I was telling you previously, Grayson, um, there were a couple times where I almost had to turn it off. But thankfully, there is a cold in this world that was telling me, like, no, it's okay. You can do it. Get through it. <laughs> um, and I'm very glad that I did because it was really good. This was my first um, Harley Quinn role that I actually loved. So I'm super yes. happy about that. Um, but, yeah, overall phenomenal. I loved it. I'd say, like, an 8.9 out of 10. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the, the Harley Quinn thing. Um, I was like, I was thinking about that today where people are making fun of my hand gestures, so I'm going to tape my hands to my I'm my not making I'm not making fun of you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just making weird hand gestures. We're just goofing off. Are you trying to be Wanda right now? Trying to, trying to be what? Oh, Wanda. Yeah, because yeah. she does her... I wish we... This is one of those times we really need video. <laughs> Uh, everyone, for for those visual people out there, just imagine we are moving our hands in very absurd ways. We're airbenders uh, or waterbenders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just all the benders combined yeah. in one. Who yeah, doesn't yeah, know yeah, what you, doing. you see my you see my my koi fish tattoo. Yep. Like they're, they, well, they they glow when I start waterbending. That's what happens. I'm <laughs> I, I am that cool. I'm that cool. Thank you. Anyway, Grayson, cool. proceed. Yeah, uh, I like. I like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Like, I thought she was a good casting, but I think her previous entries have not been what I prefer in Harley Quinn, like what I like about her character. And this movie, I thought they nailed it with, like, they kept her personality consistent with the previous ones while also making her like, oh, that's the Harley Quinn I like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but we'll kind of get more into that in some spoilers because there's like some key moments that I can refer to that are like, oh, like that was a really cool moment for her character. But there's there's cool moments for every single one of the characters in this movie, um, even though like there is a lo very large cast um, in here. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I second both Keenan and Jess as, as as the vast majority of people do in this world. Uh, the movie has like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes or 96%. It's like the highest rated, or one of the highest rated DC movies. Like I think it's only rivaled by like The Dark Knight. Um, I could be incorrect about that, but that's probably a fair assessment. Um, I loved it. Um, I unfortunately I had to spread it out over three days. Uh, when I watched the first 30 minutes the day it came out. The second 30 minutes uh, yesterday, and then the last hour today, right before we recorded this, because I've been so busy. Um, so I treated it like a TV show, where I would just pause it at key moments, and I'm like, all right, that's a wrap. We're going to continue it tomorrow, which is probably how I should have watched Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I watched all of that in one sitting. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I really just want to get into spoilers, but other than that, like, I, I, there's not much I can say other than like all the characters are really good I love Idris Elba's uh, Bloodsport I love Joel Kinnaman coming back as Rick Flagg John Cena is really funny uh, Sylvester Stallone as King Shark is adorable um, Ratcatcher 2 is like just so pure and adorable and I love her 
there, there's just not a like there's not a character polka dot man yes. like what a bud like i love him <laughs> like he's such a he's so good like they're all just solid characters and like i love that like that's what i love about the suicide squad and what i love about james gunn's uh interpretation of this or like you know depiction of this like contrary to the previous suicide squad movie we got in 2016 is that you can just take these really off the wall absurd villains and make them into like actually really cool characters that it's like it's like the most dysfunctional team ever but somehow it works and you can basically just keep on endlessly using villains uh that don't get their time to shine like I don't think anybody in their right mind would have thought that Polka Dot Man would have been in a DC movie ever. <laughs> and here he is, and he's awesome. Like, he's a fan favorite. Um, but I digress. Cole, share your thoughts. Enlighten us, DC master. Uh, ooh, that, is, that is quite a, a title. Uh, I don't really know if I'm very deserving of that. Um, well, yeah. Um, well, first off, I'm just going to say that I love the movie. Um, yeah, uh, I know that, that my tone at the beginning was uh, it, like, when I was like, "Well, it's, it was." I was about to. It was. It was as if I was about to say, "Well, it sucked." Uh, no, it was great. It's probably my favorite uh, DC movie in the current DCU. Yeah. Um, like, I, it, I, I would, I would definitely say it. it's, it's my favorite. Um, I'm. We're we're doing spoiler talk later, right? So like these are just general thoughts. Yeah, just give yeah. your thoughts and then we'll transition to spoilers. Um, well, I'm blatantly. I'm just gonna say that I am currently giving it like a nine out of ten. Um, mm -hmm. I don't give I don't I don't give a lot of movies like super high praise. Uh, but I really enjoyed the Suicide Squad. Uh, it was just great. Um, one of my like biggest worries. Um, was that it was just going to seem like like too pandery or like they weren't going to be able to uh, properly fit the tone or like make it right. But Suicide Squad is just the right amount of dark and also funny. Like right, it's they really mesh together what what the DCEU actually should be. Not too dark and not too bright, but like like bright but like with some really dark elements, like dark humor in there. But it also feels like a superhero film, like in the same way. It's just it's meshed it's, it is meshed together very well. Mm -hmm. I love Bloodsport so much. Um, it was great to see uh, Rick Flag again. Love yeah. him. Um, John Cena's Peacekeeper is great. Um, <laughs> yes. Everyone like like everyone that I went that I watched the Suicide Squad with was was fawning over uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, but I was like, "Yo, you guys, that's fine. I'm kind of interested in Ratcatcher too." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, she like, I mean, listen, like like Mar Margot Robbie is absolutely beautiful, but the actress, uh, I'm sorry, I I cannot pronounce her name. Uh, if you want to do it for me, if you, um, I'll do it. You but keep talking. But she is awesome as uh, Ratcatcher too, and like, I always kind of had like a, a secret uh, interest in the Ratcatcher character ever since I like saw those Easter eggs in the Arkham games. Right. Um, but never did I even imagine that like you would see like the the, the Ratcatcher persona uh, in a movie. Um, and that's basically yeah. basically what you were saying that like it's just it's so cool to see them pull like straight D-listers out of the box and then put them into a movie. Yeah. Um, makes it so much more interesting. Um, 
yeah, my, my overall thoughts was just that the, the movie was fantastic. Um, Harley Quinn was done very well. Uh, I agree with both of you that uh, it, it is my favorite uh, version of live-action Harley Quinn so far. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like it is... Because I said this while I was watching the movie, I feel like it is the perfect combination of this modernized Harley Quinn we're going with and then classic Paul Dini Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's meshing those two together very well. And oh my god, I love her outfits in this movie. Um, so good. Literally just perfect. Um, so much better than Suicide Squad 2016 yep. outfits. Like, yeah. I was literally, like, I'm just going to, like, like, like just kind of say this, but there was one person that I was with, who I will not name, uh, but you, you, you do not know, Grayson, don't worry about it, um, okay. that was, like, he was, like, he was, like, man, like, I, I miss, like, Harley Quinn's outfit in, like, 2016, and I was, like, why? Why? Because she was in booty underwear that I was like was... and a crop top <laughs> like like i i remember uh, i actually i rewatched 2016 suicide squad just to like 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 before uh the new one came out just so that i could yeah. get like just a general feel of it again and there's this one shot where like uh the squad is like walking down the street and literally the camera is just following her ass just going they're up. just staring at and it. yeah and yeah. i remember like while i was watching that scene i was like <sighs> Like I just kind of sighed, and I was like, "This is not, this is not necessary." And then I yeah. watched the Suicide Squad with Margot Robbie, like, like top tier Harley Quinn, the way that she should be played, mm. perfection. Yeah. I, so it's all about yeah. the color palette for me. So in the first, for in Birds of Prey and in the 2016 Suicide Squad, they did that like red and blue color palette. Yeah. But Harley Quinn originally was red and black. Red, with red and black. White. Yeah. Right, and so. The, like so she has some good outfits for the most of the movie she's wearing like this really nice like red dress and she yeah. like, kind of which I like I actually really like but in the opening she has her best outfit which she she barely even she doesn't get to wear that much but it's kind of like the, it's the, like the full the, like, the, leather. the leather jacket with the like the the mechanic goggles or whatever yes. uh, on the back of her uh, jacket it says uh, live fast die clown or something yes <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so good. Like I'm like, oh, I love that red. Like, and she's also dyed her hair red and black. And I'm like, yeah, ah, okay. Like I love that. Like that's the color style that I like for oh. Harley Quinn because it's classic. I don't know if you guys noticed this, um, but in in 2016, because I saw I saw a post about this. Um, in 2016, Suicide Squad, uh, Harley has a tattoo on like the back of her left shoulder that says "Property of Joker." Um, mm. In in the Suicide Squad, you see that same tattoo, but she got it covered up where it says "Property of No One." Um, oh, which I thought was 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 pretty sick. So they're so they're definitely going with like the continuity of that. Um, yeah. But yes, uh, I'm just gonna end my general quote unquote <clears throat> general thoughts here uh, that I loved the movie. Um, yeah. So yeah. And it's interesting though. You I didn't so you, I didn't, did not notice that, but. She still has the daddy's little monster tattoo, which I don't know. I don't know if she had that tattoo in the original because it was on her T-shirt. Uh, and so now she has one right underneath her like left collarbone, I think, that says daddy's little monster. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, either that's a new tattoo or like an homage to like her outfit in the suicide. I don't, I don't know what that is, but I, I do think it's sure, cool. honestly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is in the continuity of like, okay, like the the like this isn't like the the Snyder cut where it's like, oh, is it canon? Is it not canon? Like, they're still very much like, okay, treating it as the original Suicide Squad happened, Birds of Prey has happened, like, 
yeah. But anyway, like I was about to get into spo- spoilers, but um, the the only thing consistent in the DCEU is like this Harley Quinn verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think she has like the most appearances, maybe other than Batman. At yeah. this point, maybe yeah. Uh, I mean, I I love her character so much now. Um, you know, like. I was hoping that, that her character would be done proper justice and it seems like they finally got it. Now they need yeah. to they need to not mess up with that again. Have right. James Gunn make another Suicide Squad movie? I mean, yeah. cool. He uh, the beautiful thing about James Gunn's direction style is that he is a comic book fan at heart. And even if he is not familiar with that comic series, he will go leaps and bounds out of his way to study the source material and get the best version possible for the movie. Like he he talked in so many interviews about like all the like he went all the way back to like the 60s and 70s of the Task Force X and then all the way up to now and basically was like I'm going to take the best of the entireties the entirety of the Suicide Squad run uh, in every every shape and form to get like the serious and cool characters and the goofy characters and like you know the type of mission like at the, at its core like it's Every Suicide Squad mission is the same, right? Like, they were going to do this thing. They have bombs in their neck. If they run away, they die. They probably are going to die on the mission. But the cool, like, the cool thing is you get, like, it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers or Justice League. You get a different team every time, and you're going to have the same people sprinkled in there. Like, Harley Quinn and Rick Flagg are almost always in every version of the Suicide Squad, at least in the past, like, 10 or 15 years. But... Um, James Gunn knows his stuff, and um, and I think it's really cool that he was able to get that redemption um, from the whole like cancellation thing that happened, where he basically got booted from Volume Three, yeah, um, and then got this gig, and it's one of the best DC movies, and then he's gonna get to go back to do Volume Three. Yeah, he was uh, he was basically just like, okay, I'll just go over to DC and do something. <laughs> He's just like, I'm going to go over to DC one time and absolutely crush it. <laughs> like, I hope that, like, he's not now, like, su- uh, like, like subscribed to, like, one over the other, like, in terms of, uh, like, contracts or stuff. Because even though, like, he's going back to, to do Volume 3, I really want him to, to direct another DC movie. Yeah. Uh, another Suicide Squad movie, really. Like, mm-hmm. have, have James uh, take over the, the reins of this Suicide Squad verse thing that they're going for. Yeah. Um, you know what would be really cool is if like in, in like a, a following movie they like added Deathstroke to the mix or something like that. I thought that too. It was like if you wanted to kind of appease to the, the Snyder fans, uh, put Joe uh, Manganello or Manganello um, in the next version, and like that'll be like the like you gotta have the staple badass character in armor like there has to be one in every version so it's, it's like has to be one of those guys <laughs> so whether it's deadshot or deathstroke or bloodsport or black spider or whatever like it's always got to be like dude if they had black spider i'd lose my mind like get listen give me tactical bad dc spider-man like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's for real dude, random thing i didn't know this in the and this and before we get into spoilers um the uh the guy who voices Black Spider in Assault on Arkham, the animated movie, is Giancarlo Esposito. Really? Moff Gideon. Yeah. What, what the heck? How but did he I how also did I not voices, that? He also voices Lex Luthor in a couple different things too. He's he, he's he's great. 
I'm yeah. a I'm a fan. I'm a fan of uh, John Carlo Esposito. He's he's, he's he, good. He's, he's good. He's a he's a great character. A great actor. Anyway, that's you know, <laughs> totally unrelevant. He's um, a great character. So we, we love Jess, his character. Jess said eight point nine out of ten. You said nine out of ten. Uh, Keenan said eight point five out of ten. I think just getting done watching it thirty minutes ago or whatever. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Um, as well, my, um, guy. my guy, definitely in an eight point seven to nine range. Just, um, just you might sure. as well, you might as well just round up. No, I can't. <laughs> nine gang, nine gang. Nine I don't gang. mess with animals and kids. That's why I gave it an eight point nine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that in just a second. But um, what was that? Spoiler talk. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Man, let's talk about spoilers. Right. What to talk about first? Um, uh, animals and children? <laughs> animals and children. Uh, well, I was, I remember going like, it, uh, I don't, I don't even know his name, but like the guy that like threw the ball. At the Savant? The Savant. Savant. Oh, like, oh, yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, so like, it definitely looks like he's going to be like the main it's. It seems like like he's the main focus of this movie. I guess. Just. Um, and then like they introduce all these people. I'm like, yo, these guys are so cool. Freaking Pete just, boom, 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 boom. Like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, so, whoa. So, Dude, I, so that. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But my friends and I, with 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 with, with Weasel, right? Yeah. We, were, we were we were like we were like yo Weasel Weasel it's so funny like he reminds us of, of like one of our one of our friends like a really dumb dog and we love that dog but like he's and like he was just he, he he looked just so silly and we were like okay so he's gonna be like the comedic relief of the movie and then he literally just drowns <laughs> the first the first to die. I was like, yeah. I can't wait to see Weasel in action. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, yeah. never mind. And, and Amanda Waller's literally, she, she's just like, she's like, so so who said that Weasel, like, who found out that, that Weasel, or who didn't tell me that Weasel can't swim? And, yeah. like, like it, it looks at, like, the bird's eye view, and he's just, like, screaming and flailing in the water, and no one is helping him. His eyes absurdly pop out of his head, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, but see, it was funny. I mean, my, we're doing spoilers. If you, I'm, I'm assuming if you guys saw the movie, uh, yeah, go see the movie. But at the very <laughs> end, obviously he's still alive. Wait. And that was like my that was my suspicion. I was like, Mine at some too. point he's gonna like yep. he was gonna come yeah. back. And then that was the very thing I was like, he's still alive, isn't he? he yeah. Goes, <laughs> yeah. We like, we like it looks like all of us thought we were like, okay, he's definitely coming back. Yeah. Um, I remember saying like, cause he got up and he just started running into the woods and I was like, I, I was like, up. I was like, that Island is in a whole lot of danger. Cause yeah. it said like at the beginning sequence, it's like, well, he killed 27 children or like something like that. Like, did you remember hearing that? Like, yes. it was like, it was like, who is this guy? Oh, he's just like a harmless weasel. It was like that harmless weasel killed 27 children or something like that. And I'm like, wow. We don't even know what his powers were that he was just like this. He's just this massive, crazy weasel. I can't swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, we think he agreed to this. Like, no one can talk to him. No one understands him. No one knows <laughs> what's favorite, going on. 
the movie is so funny. So like that opening part when they're like, "Yo, is this thing a dog?" Pete Davidson <laughs> character, and he's just like, "Does this look like a dog to you?" And he's like, "I don't know all the the breeds and stuff, man." What did he say? Like it, it, it looks like a looks like, like an a Af- hound or something. Afghan like hound or something. Oh like yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "Does an Afghan hound have thumbs like that?" <laughs> yeah. And I- then. And then, dude, so I did, okay, Cole knows that I, like, I wasn't mad, because my suspicion was that all of these just, like, absolute C, D-listers were going to just die, because I was like, it's this is the Suicide Squad. Yeah. But I did get spoiled, well, spoiled, I wasn't mad, like, but I was at work, and I was like, oh, man, like, I just want to go home and watch the new Suicide Squad. It was Friday, right? And my coworker was like, oh, I saw it last night in theaters. I was like, oh, really, what'd you think? And he was just like... Uh, it was okay. I liked the original better. I don't know why. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he said, he said like, it's kind of, like, really dark. And also, like, it, like a lot of people die. Like, in the first five minutes, like, Pete Davidson's character's face gets blown off. And I was like, oh, great. Like, and I wasn't, like, mad, but I was like, I was, I was like, I, because I suspected, I was like, I was like, okay. Nathan Fillion, Flew LeBorg, Pete Davidson, all those guys are just going to, like, die. Dude, and that is exactly what exactly, happened. They yeah. were like, bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, Dude, that that chick, she was like, I'll take care of the helicopter. And she jumps on it. She starts screaming because it goes out of control. And I was like, I was like, can, I'm so glad that someone finally just like put in a realistic form of what happens when you are strong enough to pull down a helicopter and it just goes out of control. She gra- you're like, oh, this cool. Like, this. I was actually really excited for Mongal. Like, I was hoping she was gonna live because Mongol is a pretty big. Super Superman villain, and I was like, "Oh, it's his sister, I think." It's, it's, <laughs> and it's uh, like his, she his like second... jumps on the helicopter, and then it's just like, ah, just like spinning oh. around. Oh, but what hurt me the most though was that like, like I thought I thought that like all these other D-listers was gonna be, you know, they, they were gonna die, but then they killed Captain Boomerang too. In that beginning, that was and sad. I was, I was like, that happened, and I was like, no, like, I wanted the, him to be it for the whole thing be, because Captain Boomerang at like however little character development he got in Suicide Squad 2016, he was my favorite out of that cast. He's um, pretty good. And then he and then he died. Like, And it wasn't like a, oh, he might come back type thing. He was literally a- obliterated by like the helicopter blade. Um, There's a couple character deaths in here, like, I mean, if we can go ahead and talk about them, that made me super sad. Like, Rick, Rick Flagg yeah. dying... I literally, I, I was like, oh, he's going to kill Pe- Peacemaker. Well, okay, the Peacemaker show is going to be a prequel. Yeah. And then, uh, and then freaking he stabs, and it shows how the heart visual, too, and I was how like, visual it yeah. is. Like, literally, he gets not just stabbed in the heart, but you see it in his freaking heart. They wanted it's us crazy. to know, like, that man was dead. Dead. I was like, yeah, there is like, no coming back. Because I liked I, like, Rick Flag a lot. I me really too. Did. Like he was, he was one of those characters that I was like, okay, like I can kind of empathize with him in the first movie, and then in this one, he was a little bit more lighthearted. Like you know, he was like, oh, okay, well his demonic ex girlfriend is is dead, so he's probably you know 
on some king shit. Um, and so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he gets a cool, like, yellow t-shirt with, with, like, this weird graphic on it that I want really badly. I actually may need I to love that color. I love the color. I, uh, the I, whole yeah. movie, I was like, that t-shirt, that color, that yeah, t-shirt, I want that t-shirt. I, want that t-shirt. <laughs> I, I remember, like, when, when we when we were looking at the promos for the movie, like, I remember, like, telling you, I was like, I was like, why the fuck does Rick Flag have a t-shirt on? And, and like, <laughs> it makes more sense that, like, they, they went, like, undercover Especially that moment when, like, when Bloodsport like had on the the tank top, but he also had on his gauntlets and helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he had a wife beater, some slacks, but his helmet, like, oh my god, man. And like, Bloodsport is in his like clubbing outfit. I mean, not Bloodsport. Uh, Peacemaker's in his clubbing outfit with his toilet bowl helmet, which I got that joke now, Cole. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, Rick Flag dying, I was super sad about. I mean, and then Captain Boomerang, as you mentioned, and then man, Polka Dot Man uh, no! came out of nowhere. Well, I'm I'm a superhero. He said he he's like, I'm a fucking superhero. The, and then Star was like, nope. The thing was like you okay, and the thing with all the characters is they have some type of trauma. Like they're all superheroes or assassins or whatever, but like at their core. They're just people who have issues. So, like, his yeah. issue, you know, psychologically, his mom. <laughs> his mom, but even with all the trauma that he went through, like, he has that euphoric moment where he's like, I'm a superhero. Like, I'm badass. I made it. I don't care what my mom says. Here I am saving this whole entire freaking place. Yeah. And then he dies. He- but, but... He got his moment, and he died happy. He, he died happy. He, yeah, his his character arc was seen through. I mm-hmm. will agree yeah. with that. At the very like, last moment, he was so de- like, man. He, I think, he had some of the most baggage I had ever like out of like almost all the people in that movie. Yeah. Uh, but like, man. I'm not gonna lie. I was cracking up every time his mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like all the it, all of the moms gigantic, in the club. Yeah. <laughs> it was like all the moms in the club. That he's like, I just see my mother everywhere, and I was like, Oh my god! And then it's just a gigantic version of his mother, and he's like, like when it, when Bloodsport goes, he goes, That's your mom. Hey man, that's your mother. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I remember, like, when, when they got to the, the freedom fighter, like, place, and they killed all of them. And then she was like, she was like, what like what happened to, to my men? And then Pokemon Man was like, I imagine they were all my mother, and I, I murdered them. <laughs> he just, like, he said it in such a monotone way, and I thought it was so funny. Uh, yeah, that, that was such a surprise. Uh, but, but, yeah, in, in that same vein with, like, him dying and, like, like, li- like literally what, what you just said, Jess, that, like, they were all people with trauma. I think one of the things that this movie does best is that, uh, yeah, the, the Suicide Squad is literally, like, uh, criminals, supervillains, you know, people that got put there for a reason, right? But those people have trauma, you know? They, they're still people. People, and, yeah. And that movie, like, it made you root for the, the bad guys because, like, you felt like they were the good guys because you, understa- you understood where they were coming from. Yeah. Um, I feel like the one that I understood the least was probably Peacemaker, um, because they didn't go too much into his story. However, there were some moments where, like, especially when he killed Rick Flag, like he actually seemed kind of sad. Um, like he called that, Rick, he he called Rick Flag like a hero. Um, yeah, that moment when Rick 
says, like, as he's dying, says, Peacemaker, what a joke. Yeah. That was like, that felt like such a comic book moment to me. Like, and that's what I, how I can praise this movie is it feels so much like a comic book. But that part yeah. right there, I was like, I, I was like, that was my favorite line in yep. the whole movie. Cause like, and Peacemaker is, is taken aback because I, like you said, Rick, or he thought that Rick Flagg was like an American hero. And honestly, he probably was far more of a hero than, I mean, than Peacemaker was. Peacemaker, again, is such, like, he is such a, <laughs> he's such a satirical character for what he stands for. He's dangerously like, yeah. deluded. Exactly. I mean, he literally says, he's like, I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children, children I have to kill yeah. to get it. Yeah. And I'm like, brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, boy, boy, something's wrong with you. Like, he, literally, Peacemaker, what a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And and then he still keeps, I was like, oh, okay, he's going he's gonna to turn. Like, he's this no. is going to be a turning point for his character. Nope. Still goes after Ratcatcher, too. And then the showdown between Bloodsport and uh, Peacemaker. Bloodsport. When they, when Bloodsport actually did have smaller bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved that. I was like, dude. Because I, I, as soon as I knew they were about to like do the standoff, I was like, he's going to have a smaller bullet. It's going to go through the bullet. <laughs> and like, and it, that's exactly what happened. And I loved that line. I, um, uh, I was in awe of the character. Because I did not know what to... Ex- I mean, like watching the first Suicide Squad and then the Suicide Squad now... Um, I remember in the group chat, I was like, do I have to watch this movie for the sake of the podcast? Because I was like, this is going to be garbage. And then um, John Cena as Peacemaker, you know, I thought he was going to be like the dummy of the group. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he was going to be the comedic relief. He was going to be ridiculous. And I was just in awe of his of his performance the entire time. I was like, holy crap. John Cena can really dish out. Yeah, he did a phenomenal job. And I can't yeah, wait he... for this series. And I was really confused, too. Because I was like, hold up. If he's dead, like, what's the TV series going to be about? Yeah. Is it going to be, like, pre, you know, prequel stuff leading up to this? What's going to happen? But then we got the post credit scene. So I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. But, yeah, yeah so... uh, I was very, yes. Sorry, I was bouncing off of like you, you <laughs> no, saying no, no, that like he ahead, was yeah. dead. No, 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 it's it, it's okay, it's okay. I'm I'm just gonna bring up a point after after that. Oh no, um, it was just it was just a, a welcome surprise. It was oh, it was great. Well, yeah, I was I was just saying that like like everyone thought that thought that he was dead, um, and I like I was the only person I didn't say it. But, but I was the only person, like, in that group that I was watching the movie with that, that knew that he wasn't dead. Um, only, like, not because of, like, the Peacemaker show, uh, but because of the fact that in the beginning of the movie, when, when all of those, like, when literally everyone just starts dying, you can see on, uh, on Amanda Waller's, like, little briefcase iPad detonator thing <laughs> um, that whichever ones are dead have, like, a, a red square above them. Um, and Peacemakers did not, uh, after that scene, and I was like, okay, mm. yeah, he's not dead. Um, yeah, his, his thing was smart. still on the switchboard. Yeah. yeah, and then one more thing to add, uh, going off of, uh, like, what, what Jess had brought up in the beginning, is, like, you, it makes you feel for, for, like, the trauma of the characters. I even felt for Starro, okay? Because <gasps> yeah. literally when he, when he, his, his last words was, like, in the 
I was me. I was happy and content floating up staring at the stars. And I was like I was like, yo, y'all are making me feel bad for Starro now? Yeah. Who <laughs> is like one I... of the biggest villains in DC like history. And yeah. I'm like I'm like, that makes yeah. You know what? I feel bad well, for Starro. I mean, can you really blame him? He was taken from space. He's just imagine yeah. he's like happy he little starfish just floating around, minding his own business, and we're like, nah, you're ours. And then yeah. we put him in a facility, and we're like, oh, we're gonna capture people and freaking do these experiments. Dark. <laughs> yeah, that facility we're gonna do was experiments. dark. That that what that reminded me of, um, and I'm sure, Jess, did you play Batman: Arkham Knight? No, uh-uh. Okay, okay. No. So, spoiler, minor spoilers for a side quest in Batman Arkham Knight, but the star, uh, the people that were the star-infected or, like, part of the hive mind of Starro reminded me of Professor Pig's zombies in Arkham Knight. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, the mindless oh, drones. So creepy. And that were just, like... And, dude, it was... I'm, t- like, bouncing off of that whole, like, because how dark that point is, this movie is gory as hell. Oh, like, yeah. It, yeah. Is, it is super, super bloody. And I think, like, you know, for me, like, gore is not as much defined. Like, I mean, I, I know this is, like, really weird. But, like, when people are exploding and stuff like that, like, I'm like, okay, like, that's just, like, very, like, over-the-top cartoony type gore. But when there is, like, literally the stars are, like, eating the flesh out of their face. And you see yeah. the skin be, like, pulled apart and all that. <laughs> It's yeah, so it, weird. and then and then like in the lab, there's like literally a like a, a star infected person that just is missing the lower half of their body. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, that was so creepy. Uh, and it's like, especially like the, that moment when like they try to save one of them. It's like like don't even like don't even worry about that. Like they're they're already dead. They're just walking yeah. corpses. And you see under yeah. you see under the star that it, there's like oh. a star imprint on where where that would have been on it on their face. It's so it like it. Okay, so Disco like, side. Seeing, maybe that it may be itchy because like Starro like shoots out little baby stars out of his armpit and they're like <laughs> like they're like polyps and stuff and I'm like oh, oh I hate it burn it. <laughs> like, speaking of speaking of Starro and Arkham Knight, there's like there's a Starro Easter egg in the Batgirl DLC. I remember that, which is yeah. which is just one of the creepiest Easter that- eggs ever. Like, and, and for, I guess for people who don't know this, if there's any like casual fans, uh, the reason there's that Easter egg and then obviously Starro in this movie is, if people don't know, uh, which I feel like this is common knowledge, but I don't know, Starro, Starro was the main, was the first villain the Justice League of America ever fought. Yeah. Um, that was the first main villain that like Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, like all of them teamed up, teamed up against. So I think it's pretty cool that like, uh, the Suicide Squad um, were like the people to like fight it. I don't. Like, it, it just felt like a cool like creative liberty where I'm like, I feel like it's just more fun to watch them fight Starro. Like if the Justice League were fighting Starro, Superman would have just went just like, just, like <laughs> destroyed it. Like, it's funny. Like in in every DC movie, I expe- I'm just sitting there like this is just the Superman fanboy in me. I'm just like sitting there waiting like this is a big bad guy. I'm just waiting for Superman to just like fly in and just like bam and just fly away like <laughs> what, what, what like the excuse that they use that why superman's not there is just because he's still in the icu like he's still in the hospital listen i remember when i heard that i was like who is this blood sport guy and why does he put my man in the hospital and then i was like 
I see why. Oh, okay, this yeah. Guy a, this guy's a Giga Chad. Like, <laughs> dude, dude, I I love Bloodsport so much. Like, I, his his introduction to the movie was awesome. I love how well, they were able to like <laughs> come back from all the gore because they go into the camp and they're just killing everyone, like setting them on fire, and then they're having a dick measuring contest on who can kill people yeah. the coolest. Yeah, Peacemaker like takes out that hatchet and it's just like he's hitting that guy like several times as yeah, he's walking he goes by. The, on the gurney. It goes by the dude on the gurney, he's like Oh, so good. Yeah. By the way, Cole, we talked about this the other night. I stand corrected. Bloodsport has both a uh, both a slingshot on the top of his wrist and a crossbow on the interior of his wrist. That, yeah, that's, it, that's one is that's on his right and one is on his left. So, left. I so yeah, I, like I love how like all of it like James Gunn was talking about in an interview like Bloodsport in the comics. There's two different versions of Bloodsport, but the one that we see uh, in the Suicide Squad looks nothing like what we saw in the movie. But James Gunn made him like a thousand percent cooler because in the comics, he's just like some dude in a bandana. <laughs> like, yeah. He has like a bandana with like eye holes. He's like... <laughs> in this, he was like, he was like, I wanted him to be like unique. And so all of his gear comes from his armor like you see in the last uh act of the movie he's like pulling stuff off of his armor like mm -hmm. his two pistols and his awesome grenade launcher rifle Dude, and his, like his literally helmet, his helmet is his helmet just looks helmet. like it looks like a xenomorph <laughs> he said it was directly inspired by a xenomorph oh sick oh, nice. it's so dope well, the, i was like i need the, that helmet with that the, that scene when, when they're doing you know that that dick measuring contest like it's yeah. like uh, no no one likes to show off he's like nonetheless but they're showing off his dope as fuck he's like fuck that's true that's true <laughs> <laughs> that, like it again idris elba killed it i was like I mean, it's his character is very much a clear attempt of like, okay, they couldn't get Will Smith back to be Deadshot, because um, there was rumors back when this movie was coming out that Idris Elba was going to just recast Will Smith as Deadshot, um, which I was like, I don't really want that. Like, I want no. him to play a new character, and I think they did. I think they did the right choice by making him a brand new character. Yeah. Um, I, I liked him so much more than Deadshot anyway. So yeah, I mean. I'm not going to lie. I love Will Smith's Deadshot, and I would love to see him come back. Um, I think because my three favorite people in the original were Will Smith's Deadshot, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Just like I think she was really well cast, but I didn't like her direction in that movie. And then Captain Boomerang. Well, Captain Boomerang's dead. So And also Rick Rip. Flagg, who's dead. So <laughs> uh, if, they, if they brought back Deadshot, I'm not going to be mad. And I think he would he would be really well done underneath James's james gunn's direction mm -hmm. um speaking of which one more thing i was gonna speaking of harley quinn i was going to say earlier in our uh non-spoiler section but i'm keeping it here because it does spoiler one of my favorite things is like obviously this is r-rated but i was like okay so she's like being seduced by this like dictator guy or yes whatever. here we and go i was like <laughs> i was like I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, this feels like assault on Arkham. Like, sort of like, oh, her just like sleeping with someone. Mm -hmm. But then he like he's talking and she just shoots him. I was like, that's the most Harley Quinn thing ever. So like, no, she's no, like, no. <laughs> the best part is she was like, I told myself that any time <laughs> some uh. some guy I wanted to be with came up with red flags, I would kill him. And she's like, you talked about killing kids, so that's a red flag, bitch. <laughs> she says I would do the healthy thing and kill them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, well, um, but that, I mean, that, that's what happens when you cross like 
a, a therapist with, you know, a, a, like a maniac, you know, it's just, right. just kind of, it's like, you do the healthy thing. And then kill him, you know. Kill them, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it was, that was like a, a great character moment. Like, also, I loved a random line when she's just like, she's in the limo and she's getting all dolled up. She's like, I'm, I'm a, a princess. princess. <laughs> or, or when, like, I was like, that's a Harley Quinn thing. Or when she tells Bloodsport, like, I'll be your friend. <laughs> like, the, those little moments. But it's also... Like, Previously to y'all's like costume selections, I was very worried that they were gonna hypersexualize the female characters in the movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the fact that they didn't, I was so, so, so happy about that. Yeah. Um, which is another like brownie point for the movie. I was like, okay, re yeah. really good like, costume selections. None of the you characters. For not, like, hyper yeah. And also, as soon as we got to the romantic scene i was like oh my gosh here we go again of course we have to have some type of freaking love story whatever and then she just kills the dude because he said he was gonna kill kids and i was like hell yeah all right yeah. that's my take on that yeah i i love i totally agree i love when like harley quinn like she does like she has anti-hero tendencies like in my opinion she is like the deadpool of of dc and, and vice versa where she's like she's crazy but she's like she's also kind of got a good heart at least when she's not with joker yeah um, and that's just like where her character trajectory has gone and i like when she's like like again like what cole said with like oh they're embracing her psychiatrist part of her and being like i'm gonna do the healthy thing and kill, kill this guy, this guy. <laughs> like, dude she, she like it, as as far as we knew like she she spoke like what was it fluent fluent spanish or like where 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 were they Corto Maltese. So I think they speak Portuguese. Yeah, she she just she just spoke like it, it was perfectly like fine. Like you know like when when she got in the cab, like she just said um like I don't know, like she, she it was like a second a second language to her. Mm -hmm. Um you know like we we all know that, like she's smart. She's she's just, she's just a little crazy. Um <laughs> I guess this is definitely uh character development for her with with the whole no kids thing given the fact that like uh it said like in suicide squad 2016 with her character in introduction it was like accomplice in the murder of robin you know it says for like very quick like two seconds um i'm also i'm really glad that they didn't do intros like that in this movie like you yeah. just you just kind of like got to know them instead of like a slideshow mm -hmm. of these people you just you just got to know them personally I, the kids thing probably also plays off of birds of prey where she was protecting a kid the whole time yeah uh which is which i only just made that connection until you you guys both pointed that out um but it's like oh well this guy's another black mask so <laughs> like yeah. uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna kill him but um i have a question for you guys um and if there's any more spoilers after this question, then you, we're more than welcome to talk about it. Uh, but assuming, and probably most likely what's going to happen, James Gunn has approached to do a, a a second Suicide Squad movie for his version, but technically a third. Either way, a sequel. What is the team you guys mm. want to have? Assuming because we're we're we, we've got like we're pretty low on the on the team we got from this movie. Who like and I'm I'm thinking like just start spitballing people we think should be in there. I'll go first. Condiment King. Yo, Condiment <laughs> King. Oh my god, that would be the best. Dude, okay, okay. I, I'm also throwing a ball out here. 
Crazy Quilt. Let's get Crazy Quilt up in here. <laughs> Dude, give me the wacky ones. Like, you gave me Detachable Kid, Weasel, and me see, uh, Polka Dot okay, Man. Sweet, like, sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Put Sweet Tooth in there. Sweet Tooth. He was like a, he was a, he was a candy guy. <laughs> it's a, like, it's a, like a, literally like Candyland character in there. <laughs> Kills people with gingivitis. There was some guy that like was like he was just like souped up on cocaine and he was just like a cocaine dealer villain that Batman fought. Like he wasn't even like a drug dealer. Like his thing was cocaine. What? He was just high all the time. Do the, do the clock the clock king. Dude, clock king. I would love if they got clock king. Oh my god. Also, after... Oh, yeah. Yo! Yeah, Pasty yeah. Pot Pete! <laughs> Pasty Pot Pete! <laughs> no, wait, that's... Wait, that's Spider-Man. I'm stupid. I was like, I, that, I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm looking up most ridiculous. Yo, kite, just, kite, just, man, just, kite man, kite oh man, kite man. I want kite man. Uh, See, oh but man. but don't you think that it will be less original if we just keep going more outrageous? Like one or I two think... outrageous characters is okay, but then after that, I'm thinking like, okay, this is getting kind of dumb. So yeah, so well, I, yeah. I was gonna say like I do want some other villain like you know decent villains like I want Deadshot back, um, like I think I want him to get a, a James Gunn makeover. Um, I would be down with like Killer Moth or Firefly. Ooh, I think Killer that would be Moth really cool. could be really cool. Yeah, um, I honestly would be down with like Clayface. Uh, or like Mad Hatter or somebody. Um, if we wanted to go really goofy, uh, okay, I'm gonna have to Google. He's a really, Ooh. he's actually a really big Superman villain, but I, I can't pronounce his name because it's a, it's, I think it's you pronounce it as Mr. Mizzleplek. Uh, do you guys know who that is? No, no, I actually don't. <laughs> um, okay, Mr. Mizzleplek. I have a, I, I, I have, have a pretty cool idea. What if they did the uh, the ventriloquist? Like, ooh, you know, you know, like with with the yeah. Scarface puppet. I think that that would actually be pretty sick. See, that, so I'm trying to like, there's, I, I want Deathstroke in there as well, like you mentioned. I'm trying to like choose different people you mean... from just Batman, because Batman has some like has the biggest rogues gallery. So I'm like, okay, who are some other villains that like we can get? Because like Mongal, for example, like that's technically a Superman villain. Bloodsport was actually a Superman villain as well. Clearly. Yeah, that's and that's why they made that Superman reference, I think. Right. Uh, Jess, what were you about to say? Oh, no, I'm just trying to pronounce whatever you do. The character. So, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Mitzel Mr. Mizzleplek. Mi Mitzelplek. Mi Mitzelplek. Okay, I'm, I'm... Cole, I'm going to send you the... Or I'm going to put this in... Uh, our show notes and man, man bat would be pretty funny. <laughs> that could be cool. I'm like, I'm trying to think. Or, uh, or anarchy. Anarchy would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, anarchy. Mm, yeah, that's true. Oh, I've seen, I have seen this guy before. He, he's like an interdimensional, uh, like. He wouldn't last in Suicide basically. Squad. I mean, like, he'd just port, portal out, you know? Yeah, well. If, if you put a thing in his neck, I think he, uh, 
I think he would survive. He's basically like Peeves the Poltergeist from Harry Potter. Hmm. Like that's that's his whole shtick. Um, I also thought Batmite would be really funny. Oh, um, you remember Prometheus? That would be pretty cool. Maxi Zeus. Ooh, that would be. He could be a really cool. Like if they wanted to get a brand new armored guy, like, like, like big armored do, guy. Yeah. Right. Because like again, you have to have your stapled armored dude. Like you have to have it. He, he's um, he's like the you know arsenal of weapons and deadly gadgets type guy. So, right. Um, oh man, I'm thinking of like Wonder Woman villains. Who would I want? I honestly like if they didn't botch her so badly in Wonder Woman eighty four, I'd say Cheetah. But she's so bad in that movie that I just don't want to see her again. Like, um, ugh. I don't even want to talk about that movie. It irritates me. It irritates me. It's like a freaking um, PS2 game. Since they got rid of uh, they got rid of Captain Boomerang so we could bring Captain Cold in there. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I was thinking either Captain Cold or Killer Frost because she's pretty staple. Yeah, um, she, she was also an in Assault on Arkham, so I wouldn't be surprised. So... I get also, there's King Shark and then there's Great White Shark as well. But I want King Sh like the people King that I want to come back from this movie. Like, as much as I'd love Bloodsport to come back, I feel like he deserves his time to like not be in a mission anymore. Although he is, I guess, a leader. Um, yes. I feel like there's going to be something with his daughter. Mm, yeah, true. because at the end of the movie, we had that sequence where she's watching him on the news, and she's like, oh my gosh, that's my dad. He's a superhero. Yeah. He saved the world. You know, not yeah. the world, but um, yeah. I feel like that kind of gives us a little bit of a setup. I feel like there's more to that relationship, because that, yeah. that kind of built up his, his character so much, especially with um, Ratcatcher 2. That he yeah. saw her as his daughter, and that's why he was so protective of her and everything else. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that there's more to that relationship. I so agree. We, yeah. mi we might see more of that in the future. Yeah. Uh, I don't, And see, like, now the, the thing is, is actors will guaranteed come back to do a movie if it does really well. So, um, so I'm like, you know, that would make sense if he watch uh, the movie go so watch what? the movie go watch the movie let it do well i think it only yeah, what mean, what did it make like 29 million opening weekend it made the most it, in a in a pandemic it made the most out of any rated r movie nice. thus far um which unfortunately um things are you know like with the Delta variant, they're like picking back up again. Yeah. So if people, I, I would, I would advise being careful. Uh, put that mask back on. Do you remember? Still, but unless you have HBO Max, you're do that. You're too. welcome That's to use my account. <laughs> Just DM me. I had a, a line of people being like, "Can I get that password?" <laughs> do, do you remember uh, Grifter? Yes, I, I do remember Grifter. I think he would be a pretty cool addition to one of the teams yeah. um I, yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna put a picture of him in show notes um but he's he's pretty sick he could either be like he could be like you know in the squad or like he could serve the purpose uh that rick flag did 
Um, yeah. But yeah, he's 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 cool. Uh, I was thinking I, that maybe. I also. I also thought Bronze Tiger. Oh my God, Cole. Hmm. Electrocutioner. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put electrocutioner in there. That could uh, that could either be like a really good character or also like a hilarious character. Dude, I know. <laughs> uh, I would love that. Um, yeah, there's that. Like, there's there's so many members of the Suicide Squad. It's like ridiculous. Um, I also really like Bronze Tiger. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Um, again, if they wanted like a really cool. Um, combat-based character bronze tiger would be really well done um i do want black spider in live action i think that would be really cool um yeah i mean man and dude with aquaman 2 black manta black manta i mean I, i want black manta to be like you know big villain that's true I mean, I he's I going to be the main villain of the new ones. Uh, the new is Ant, it? Uh, not, the new Ant Man. Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. New Ant Man is, uh, is going to be a Black Manta as the villain. Uh, he's like, fi- fi- finally, Aquaman. Like, I- I've got you. He's like, I'm Ant Man. He's just like, what? What? <laughs> uh, I'm just. There's a guy named Zebra Man. <laughs> Zebra Man. Zebra Man. <laughs> uh, Superboy was part of it too. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're on X game. I feel like we've gotten way away from doing a review here, guys. I'm just. Listen, I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm just putting things out there. Man. Well, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give just another quick topic for review because we never. We never mentioned uh, King, King Shark. Shark? Yeah. yeah. Precious. <laughs> baby boy i know Dude. for the fact that he was so <laughs> at first book read when he, tri- when he tries to eat rat catcher i'm like kill that bitch but then when they're in um Jotunheim and he's playing with the little squid things and he's like oh my gosh they're my friends i'm like my okay friends. i actually like this guy and then they tried to kill him he said, and I was he like, said Fuck new, those dumb squid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new dumb friends new dumb friends uh the people I was watching it with get, got worried when, like, he fell in the building and, like, they were shooting at him and stuff. And I was like, yo, King Shark is fine. He is, yeah. Yeah. like, d- that guy is very, very durable. Well, and, then he, uh, he just casually bites a head off and he's just chomping on it. And you see the his, his eyes still move while he's freaking decapitated. Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> the, so uh, good. <laughs> that was very comical when, like, he, like, that, that guy's eyes, like, move up and then move down. I was like, I was like, that was a cartoon moment. Yeah. He was like, cartoon. well, yeah, I love the, well. the the same vibe of when Captain America says Hulk smash when uh, Bloodsport says he said he nom says, no, no way nom 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 <laughs> he's like nom nom <laughs> he just runs and jumps he starts eating Starro like yeah <laughs> it's. He wasn't given so much to do in this movie, but you know the the, the moments that, that he was in were, were were really great. Like when he make a, when he made that little peacemaker bomb. Um, oh, yeah. oh, he was, like, was so cute. She was like peacemaker and peace and but peacemaker's like that's a very kind gesture. That looks nothing like me. Like <laughs> he's like that's very nice. <laughs> he's like he's Dude, like a little, little annoying walk. kid that kills oh, things my, and rips oh, their limbs apart. Yeah, when he wh- takes that one dude and he rips him apart 
and you see everything kind of oh, just the, like the, floating the, the there. The lightning shock. Like, oh as my gosh. That, guy apart. that was so Dude, cool. Um, it's so cool. It's so He's, cool. When they first uh, when they first infiltrated the you know that 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 resistance camp that they didn't know was a resistance camp, um, you see him like hobbling in the shrubbery before he eats someone, which <laughs> yeah. was just so funny, like the That's way so that he just funny. kind of bounced in the background. He does he does it again <laughs> later when they like defy Waller's orders. He's like, "Where friends go?" and he's just like, <laughs> like <laughs> he does like this little wobble, and it's so cute. She's in like, the, in the scene she, with she, she's like, Catcher is adorable. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. I love Ratcatcher. Is probably Ratcatcher's bay. Rat, I, Rat I, I stand Rat, Rat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ratcatcher is complete goals. Like that's all I need. I don't like. Well, um, and her no, dad no, no. is played by Taika okay. Waititi. Yeah. No, no, no. I loved that. But but that scene at the end with her dad pulled everything together because he's like rats are despised by every everyone, but even they have a place. And yeah. you, you you kind of compared the rats to the Suicide Squad mm -hmm. because yes. because they're you know they're, they're just degenerates and they no one likes them basically but they have a place they still yeah. have a role. I I was holding back serious tears. I was like I, I don't know if I'm too. just tired, but I was like I was like that is a powerful message we, like, it was so powerful like no no matter how small you think you are you still have a place you still have right. a role you're still important i think you're that important. was one of the uh i think that was one of the biggest messages of the movie in the first place it's like it, because literally their entire squad is meant to be expendable <laughs> it's yeah. like well, we're yeah. just suicide squad members so we're meant to be expendable yeah. not to yeah. me <laughs> not today no nope. yeah he uh, what did he say? Like, oh, they're like, oh, that's kind of our thing. Because like they yeah. say it's like a like a derogatory term. Because he's like Task Force X. Like that's, that's what they always call him. Rick Flag is like, oh, some like some sort of suicide squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't. And then he's just like, what? It's like we find that that term demeaning. <laughs> um, no. But yeah, like as soon as you get that flashback, and she's just crying. Yeah. Like and like as all the rats are like attacked, dude. An army of rats killed Starro. That's sick. It was perfect. Like, it was so perfect because I always go for the underdog. And when they first introduced Ratcatcher to the squad, I was like, what the heck is going to happen with this? And then yeah. sure enough, at the end, the rats succeed in taking uh, Starro yeah. down. So it was, and, it was so well made. An army of rats uh, eviscerating polka dots and Harley Quinn with a well, javelin. <laughs> and then Bloodsport, who has the rat phobia with, what's the rat's name? Sebastian, right? Sebastian. Mm -hmm. yeah. He, like, he's sitting on his thigh and he's just petting him at the end. <laughs> yeah. He, like, so like, so, like, completely terrified. He just, like, lowers his hand on top of Sebastian. And I, I love I, the moment. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just, it was basically just saying the same thing. Oh, I was gonna say I love the moment uh, in the final act when all the rats are going to attack Starro. He's like kneeling down on the ground, like freaking out, and um, and she like puts like Ratcatcher too puts an arm over him to like yeah. hold him and protect yeah. him, just to be like hey, like it's okay, they're not they're not here to attack you. you yeah. Know? Like and his reasoning behind that, like his fear, it, it wasn't some like funny gimmick. Like it was, no. but also it was like really dark. Act like, yeah. His dad his locked dad. him in a box with starving rats. Yeah, and it's like God, like. But uh, uh, one last thing I wanted to say about Ratcatcher too, and just about what you were saying earlier, Jess, with like the, the actually realistic and practical outfits that yeah. the women have, is I love her outfit. I it's, was like, oh, she's just like like a leather jacket and like a gas mask. Like, yeah. 
that's Ratcatcher. That, that, yeah, <laughs> that, that's literally sick. just Ratcatcher's outfit. You yeah. don't need yeah. to be skimpy to be a badass, okay? Yeah. That's yeah. what this movie I, yeah. proved, is these are <laughs> our favorite roles are Ratcatcher and Harley Quinn, and they were, for the most part, completely fully clothed and yeah. getting it. So yeah, hopefully they, we learn they, they from this even, experience. Like, they, they didn't even waste time with like that Harley Quinn sex scene. It was used as a gag, not as like a, oh, look at this yeah. cool sex scene. Nope. Like, literally, like, it, it cuts and like she's still in the dress. She gets up. He starts yep. talking about, you know, fascism and then she shoots him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Very well done. Give me, listen, movie directors, first of all, Take notes. Patty Jenkins, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't I don't want you to direct the next Wonder Woman, but can I please, for the love of God, in the next Wonder Woman movie, get her with not her tra- her traditional like torso piece as Wonder Woman, but she has pants and I mm-hmm. want her to have the dope black leather jacket that she had in the nineties. Give me that. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah, that would be cool. Or even give me like a Wonder Woman leather jacket. Like I listen. I'm a sucker for when Wonder Woman wears pants. It looks way cooler. I'm sorry. It does. Me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, sorry, uh, thirsty guys out there on the internet. I, I like my Wonder Woman to look more menacing. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, they're supposed to be inspirational. They're, they're not supposed exactly. to be like, a, like some, something that you stare at like on your mantelpiece. I, I, lo- I lose so much respect for the movies when it's about sexualizing the characters. Because I'm like, yeah. that's not what we're here for. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, here we go again. People trying to capitalize off, you know, women's bodies or whatever. And right. it just automatically goes boop, downhill yeah. from there. Um, yeah. they, they, they're basically given no time for character development. And, and if they do have character development, it's not being listened to. Because they're, you know, the, the, the way that the these characters are designed and, like, the, the way that their costumes are designed is just for you to gawk at. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, the, you know, the, the real stuff happens in the background. No, we need more development for our women yeah. characters because we, yeah. we stand them. We love Harley Quinn. We love Ratcatcher. We love yeah. Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, g- give us some more of that, please. And isn't it, yeah. cr- isn't it crazy how the roles are more attractive when they're dressed properly? Like, yeah. the, whole, the whole entire movie, I was like, okay, Harley. Okay, 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 Ratcatcher. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah li- literally... Literally, I, like, I have never, I've never been more attracted. To, I know, to like, me than, either. Than, <laughs> in, in a DC film, than Ratcatcher, and she's literally dirty and like Come, in a gas yes, mask and stuff like yes. that. Um, yes. And I'm like, I'm she's like, so sweet though. She's so nice, dude. Like, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, she's she's, she's not so even great. like a bad. Like, she's not even like she's the like the most pure member on that team. Well, they she saw is. the rats as a deadly weapon. That's why yeah. she <laughs> went to like, prison she robbed, for she a robbed bank the bank. But with, like she, it was like she, okay. she tried to rub a bank with, with rats. With right. rats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they locked up Renner yeah. because Riceford clears a deadly weapon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they let her keep one though, I guess. Sebastian. Sebastian. I, I love the but and this is gonna be like my last thing before uh, we should probably wrap this up because we have been talking for a long time. <laughs> yeah. and, and I knew we would because this movie's great. The part when they're at the camp and she's like talking to Rick Flag, she's like, Is that rat? waving at me and he says it appears it is yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just used to it by now like and that was the thing is i loved his more lighthearted take on his character and it made me so sad to see uh, i i'm gonna miss his character a lot like i loved that moment when 
when Harley's like, you, you came back to save me? And, like, she gives yeah. Rick this big hug. It's yeah. like, you know, they, like, they... Like they're they, they were they're, friends. They're, they were friends, you know. Well, you know, and she she genuinely wants to be loved and cared for, and she's yeah. like she's like I'll go back inside if you still want to do it. <laughs> if you still yeah. want to come and save me. Ren, oh yeah, I, I gotta talk even more. The scene when she breaks out. Oh my gosh. Oh, that awesome. was so good. Especially okay, with the, uh, so the, the, the the music flowers. track of uh, "Just a Gigolo by Louis Prima. Louis, uh, great music choice. Great music. Choice. Okay, yeah. so so two things. We know that James Gunn has always been amazing with the music. So mm. that's one thing I absolutely or yeah love about this movie. But then also when she like broke that dude's neck with her thighs, I was like, I wonder if I could do that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's badass. Can I do that? I want to try that out. Not actually breaking someone's leg, but maybe choking someone out with my thighs. Who knows? Um, dude, dude, that it was <laughs> literally a Catwoman takedown from <laughs> Arkham Knight. Hold on, let me backtrack. Okay, hold on. Never mind. <laughs> Grace, Grace, is, Grace is like, mm. Grace, um, like okay. What? <laughs> but but the. So the sequence, like, beyond that, where she's, like, in the hall where you have all these corridors and she's just, like, shooting people. Like, the way that they shot that was so freaking smooth. Yes. Um, she, she's twirling around and shooting. Yeah. And then after that, when she goes through the cells and she's, like, beating people up with the cell doors, there was not <laughs> yeah. there was not a single time where I went, oh, that's not reasonable. Like, that's not possible. You can't do that. You can't kill someone like that. Like, every single thing that they did, I was like, that shit could happen. That could yeah. happen, too. That's yeah. actually valid, you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. They, yup, 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 yup. Even starts... with, like, the two pistols that she had, the ammo count was accurate. It like, was! Everything was on point! She it was starts, so good. And, and it was very, it was very on par uh, and, and standardized with, with, like, the Harley stuff we've already seen before, is that mm -hmm. even while she's kicking ass and doing all that stuff, she starts dissociating and seeing, like, flying colors and, like, cartoons yeah. and stuff like that. And it's well, like, yeah... <laughs> Yes, she's doing all this stuff, and you know she's batshit crazy. <laughs> we we didn't even mention the whole javelin thing. Like, when he's dying, when he's yeah. dying, and he says his final words, and she's like, and then she slaps she him, slaps and she's him like, what? What? She's, she's like, how can you not tell me where I need to take this? And she but she feels obligated to take it throughout the entire movie because yeah. she just doesn't know. And Which, she destroys with yeah, it. She yes, does. Yeah, she and does. And it's so well done. And then she does fulfill the destiny by, you know, just taking Starro's freaking eyeball out so that yeah. the rats can attack his brain. Um, Let Harley Quinn just have a javelin in the yeah. movies now. Like, I'm down with that. Like, I know she has a baseball bat and, like, a mallet in the comics and stuff. I'm cool with the javelin. We painted up a little red and black, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let, let's just let's just give her an arsenal and just see what she does with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. We talked a lot about this movie. We did. What well, was good? Well, there's well, so well, much we, to talk about. Well, we stand the movie. Jess, would you be willing to round up to nine now? No. Because Harley Quinn killed a guy because he was you, going to kill children. That's a redemption point right that there. That is, but then also they set the birds on fire. So so Savant killed a bird in the beginning with a bouncy ball, and I was already like, nope. And then, um, what's his name? Luna had that gazebo with all the birds, and then they set it on fire, and you just hear all the birds screaming, and I almost turned the movie off. And then you see the kids hanging. Yeah, so... 
Le- le- legitimately, like that part in the movie when they when they burn the birds, I remember audibly saying like, like to to, to the uh, to, to the general guy, whoever he was, he like he was like he was like no, yeah, like burn the birds and like toss the cigar. I'm like, there's no reason to do this. Well, the you thing just let him wa- go. <laughs> the thing was though, he was a coward because he turned around and he could not watch the birds burn. He turned around, turned his back to the birds as they were burning alive, and I was like, "You freaking coward! You're setting yeah. them alive, and you can't even freaking watch it." Oh. No. Yeah. But that's why it has an eight point nine out of ten because children hanging and animals dying, and I don't fuck with either of those. That's fair. It's yeah. I, <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't remember when you're talking about the burning of these birds at what? all. What? Do you, when was this? So, in the movie? so, so when, uh, when, when Luna dies and like his his uncle or whatever that general takes over, and like he yeah. he burns like the like his house has, of like parrots and parakeets and stuff. He has this speech where he's like, Luna has always been a romantic. Like he romanticizes everything, and he's going he, on about how he couldn't lead because he was such a romantic. And then you just freaking they pour gasoline all over the bird gazebo and they set it on fire, well, and yeah, all the birds was, are like. Ah! He, he was going off about, like, how he was the one that always spent all of the time planning and building up the army while, like, quote-unquote, like, like, like Luna was off playing with his birds, you know? Yeah. And so then, like, he, he torches the birds. You might have accidentally skipped it, Grayson. Yeah. I But I I don't know what happened. I don't remember that at all. And I also don't remember any hanging children. What? That, that is when they, it's, it's at, the... like, base, it's, at, it's at around the beginning of the movie. It's a very brief shot. Where they show like the royal family being hanged, um, and they and it includes children. It's it's oh. when it's when they uh they, they document like the takeover of the island, and it shows okay. like it shows hanging children very briefly, but it does show. Gonna, it. Okay. I remember going like, whoa. Even if it's it. brief, even if it's brief, it is still valid. It's oh, still I didn't I didn't children. say it was invalid. I was just saying that like that's probably why he missed it. Yeah, I. It's D- I, it's DC. It's DC. My mind, I was just like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> like, I mind, remember it. My mind I censored it. it. I saw it and I was like, my mind <laughs> no. just wipe it from my mind. I think that was the first snap that I sent you, Cole. I was like, I can't watch this. There's children hanging in this movie. I can't it, watch it. It was just, you just nope. sent a snap and it was just like, there's children hanging. And I was like, oh, and I oop. <laughs> and I, and I oop. So, um, no, I'm at 8.9, and that's not, what will stay. Not, 9 out of 10. Uh, I stand this movie quite quite, quite severely, um, and uh, I love it. Uh, Sean Gunn, please don't leave. Uh, James Gunn? Uh, well, Sean Gunn, don't leave you either. Um, yeah, he plays Weasel and yeah. Calendar Man. I yeah. get, by the way, I got... Dude, uh, like, J- Jacob, <laughs> sh- sh- shout out to Jacob Apple. Uh, lo- love you, buddy. Um, he, sh- he told me that, that Calendar Man was that guy. I-, I wasn't even looking at the tattoos on his head. Yeah, I-, I was like, I was like oh, that's, oh, that's Calendar Man. That's great. But it's so funny. He just, like, he straight up, like. He, he made fun of Polka Dot Man, but, like, he's Calendar Man. So, like, know, it's, right? it's, it's, it's the irony. Like, what are you it, talking about? It's weird because Calendar Man is, like, one of those villains that's actually, like, really scary. Oh, if dude, you don't know terrifying. much about him, Calendar but like, is... but I was like, that's funny. I was like, him making fun of Polka Dot Man, like he's Calendar Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Well, 
that's going to do it for this episode. <laughs> but one more thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that is our thoughts on the Suicide Squad. Go watch it if you haven't. If, yes. I'm so sorry if you just listened to all this and just were just completely spoiled. I'm like that, but that's on you. Well, we we that's gave a spoiler warning. We did. We did. We did. Yeah. yeah. So, but so. It, in the case that you're like, oh, get, still go see it. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> in the case HBO that Max. you're like, oh, go see the movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy we got a good DC movie in the DCEU specifically. Mm. Um, I know we got Zack Snyder's Justice League earlier in the year and it was solid, but it's like, is it or is it not canon sort of thing? In the actual main canonical DCEU, we got a phenomenal movie, probably unanimously the fan favorite. Yes. I, personally, yeah. I still, I think it's number two for me because I love, I'm like a Man of Steel sucker, but... Like, but the Suicide Squad it was like that. Like, I've been just on a comic book grind lately, and in terms of encapsulating a comic book, perfect. Like, it is like just the tone is like that. It's just so perfect for the Suicide Squad, for DC, for a comic book. Like, it's got heart. It's got. It's just got really good action. It's got basically everything. Just don't go see it if you're under like. It's it's rated R. I would don't go see it if you're like under fourteen. Like, <laughs> like it's pretty it's pretty over the top. But um, other than that, like don't just don't go take your children to see it. Basically, um, but um, yeah, it it was a it was a great movie. Um, man, it's been so long since I've wrapped up one of these things, guys. It has been a long time. Let's let's do it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Guys, you got to do the dance. You got to cheer me on here. Okay. First and foremost, you can follow us at ComicBlast underscore on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Shradesthere on those platforms. You can follow Cole at the Cosmic Lotus on Twitter and at the Forces at and the Forces with me on Instagram. You can follow Jess at Female and Fatal on Instagram. You can follow Keenan, who's not here but gave it an eight point five out of ten and really liked it. <laughs> at Keenan Creates, uh, go peep the new logo that he made. Uh, pretty dope. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash comic blast. I know we haven't been posting a whole lot, not nearly as much as we used to, but, uh, I'm still going to shout out our patrons who have kept us, uh, you know, kept, or kept supporting us throughout this, uh, you know, what's the, what's the word I'm thinking of? This, this time where we've sucked. That, that's this, this hiatus. <laughs> yeah, the, the hiatus. Um, so I'm going to list all of those now because I, it's been literally so long. Uh, Jess, of course, is our sponsor. Uh, and uh, Thank you, Jess. Uh, we've got Joseph, Caleb, Diego, Jacob, Jake, uh, Sam. I, I actually believe uh, Raymond is also a patron, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Rick, um, a family member of mine. I believe that's all of our patrons, unless Keenan has lied to me and told me that we have actually more or less Either way, I'm crediting all those people because they've all supported us in the past, and we thank you very much. Jess, go ahead. Also, like us on Facebook at Comic Blast because we also have a Facebook page. Do we actually now? <laughs> yes, I made it. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like us on right, Facebook then. at Comic Blast. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Yeah, yeah. all right. And that's that's going to be it. Uh, I, do I say Jam? Do you, do you suddenly think that, like, someone else is going to do it? You're here. Jeez. Come on. Let's do this.
Shazam!